Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. Hello and welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Ralph Burns, and this is episode 337. And this is the show where we share cutting edge strategies on acquiring leads and sales for your business through paid traffic, as well as after the click, not just traffic. It's sometimes all about the conversion. And I'm pretty excited to have one of the, uh, foremost specialist authorities, worldwide authority from the other side of the globe, and none other than the VP of customer success at tier 11, Angela Ponsford here, going to be talking traffic and conversion and all things today, Facebook. So welcome back to PT, Ange. Thank you. Lovely to be back again. So before we get into today's conversation on what's working now, I want to just give a big thank you for everyone who's given us positive reviews and we uh, are going to start mentioning them on this show here. So if you leave us a positive review, honest and positive, usually if that, if you can do that, honest, not so positive, not quite as attractive, but if that's what you want to leave, do that as well. We occasionally do read out the one star reviews. Those are pretty funny. And yeah, just yeah, how, can like, imagine. Yeah. How self-serving, uh, you know, Kasim and I are, and all we do is talk about our agencies and all that sort of stuff. It's, it's hysterical, but anyway, it like has mean, mean tweets. It's Have you read mean tweets? Yes. Mean tweets is great. Who does it? Does Jimmy Kimmel do that? Like the celebrity Ron? Yeah. Oh my God. It's so, so good. funny. So good. So speaking of positive stuff, we've got a pretty exciting thing going on right now, Ange, over at Tier 11. Speaking of me, you know, promoting my agency here on the show, but this is something for you, the PT listener. We are giving away five to five, well, two five lucky businesses or companies five, what we refer to as customer acquisition path analyses, which is everything from their ads messaging that we can see inside Facebook. We might do even a little Google searching as well, as well as your sales funnel, your offer, your overall messaging in your advertising, your entire customer acquisition path. This is something that we typically charge for the, the really souped up version. We charge a thousand dollars for, as a matter of fact, because it takes so much time to put these things together. And Angela, you actually used to do a lot of these, so you know, for a day and how much work these things are. That's the reason why we're only giving away five of them. So we're going to give away five of them to five qualified companies. You do have to fill out an application for this kind of thing. Yes, you will probably get a, a pitch for tier 11 agency at the end, only if we think that we can actually help you. If there's really things that are wrong with your sales funnel, with your front end offer, with your ads. And then we obviously we go down sort of a pathway where we diagnose, prescribe, and then implement and then iterate and figure out exactly how we can scale and grow your business. But to get your free customer acquisition path audit, just head on over to tier11.com forward slash audit. 
That's tier11.com forward slash audit. If you don't know how to spell audit, I really can't help you out there. It's A-U-P-I-T. I just helped you. But yeah, five companies were doing that for a really limited time because they do take a lot of time to do. Thankfully, Ange doesn't do them anymore. But the SOP, actually, the standard operating procedure for those things was actually created mostly by you. So uh, yeah. if you like today's show and you say, hey, there are smart people, you know, I might actually want to consider working with Tier 11 at some point in time. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash audit. That is the end of the shameless plug. Let's get right into the actual show here today. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me, and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. And we're going to be talking about something that we literally just got, like, I think it was 47 minutes ago. It was from our partner manager over at Facebook, who's a new partner manager who is as part of that program. We get the stuff that comes out before the general public hears about it. So chances are you might not even have heard about this if you're a Facebook advertiser. And uh, just because you're a listener of this show here and you have Angela as a resource on what's working now. So Ange, tell us, give us the goods. We were able to sort of decipher exactly what all this techie stuff means from our awesome partner manager and, and uh, let us know what, what Facebook is up to with regard to AEM attribution and all things techie. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, it, this is hot off the press hot. and we're hot, hot. We're still trying to clarify one thing on it, which uh, um, I confess I'm not completely sure what she's, what it means. So like, um, like, what is that thing? Do you know what that is? <laughs> yes. So we're, one thing we have to clarify, but outside of that, some improvements to the aggregated event measurement. So the 
AEM, Aggregated Event Measurement, that was, you know, post-iOS coming in. So that helps us still be able to see the conversions and and the event that people are converting on in Ads Manager. So starting in mid-October, so I guess it's already being rolled out, it seems. Well, yeah, I know it's already been rolled out. We began to include view through in the default attribution window for web event campaigns. What is a view through conversion? And for those who don't know. Yes, good question. A view through conversion is when someone sees an ad, but does not click on it. So, and and view throughs are highly controversial in the, the Facebook ad space. And, you know, love them or hate them, that like, love them or hate them, I think, most people, if not all people, will acknowledge that sometimes people will see an ad on Facebook and at some point convert. I know I do it. Like if I see something on my phone, I quite often take a screenshot of it. I, I, I'm just, I'm that, I don't know, just that age group or whatever. I don't like buying many things on my phone. I take a screenshot and then when I'm at my computer, I will go and look up that, that, that Google the name of that company. It'll go to their website and see, have a look around. Like I do that. Like, I do that all the time. So it is a th- and it is a thing. Now humans the, are the pro- unpredictable, aren't they? I we're, never even we're knew that. Weirdos. Yeah. There you go. I'm I'm a, I'm a weirdo. Or I might click through. I might click through sometimes, but sometimes I do, I just won't even do it. But um, you're hovering the, over the ad for they say yeah. like two to three seconds, and that's, that's it. You viewing it, right? So yeah. But totally. you're not clicking, viewing. but you're screenshotting. So. Yes, I'm a screenshot and then I go and check my screenshots and I go back and, and do it at my computer. Now, I think the controversy in the Facebook ad world is around where, and I know this, where agencies often, it's not just agencies, but people, A, people don't understand the meaning of view-throughs and sometimes agencies claim credit, claim attribution for all of the view-through things that happen on Facebook saying, no, they happen through Facebook. So I think if right. we can all just acknowledge view-throughs happen, they may or may not mean that your Facebook ads are super amazing, they, it, it, but it means that Facebook ads had a had a hand in a conversion happening. So, right. And Facebook's um, trying to claim credit for it too, versus of Google course. and all the other platforms to make them look good too. So we, we know the game is a game being played here, but anyway, a game. it plays yeah. a role. That's it. But as a smart marketer, you know, being aware that view throughs are a thing and being able to understand that they are showing up in your platform in the ads manager dashboard. That is, that is the, you know, that is the smart thing to do. I have that understanding. It's there. So they are including view through in the default attribution window that has already um, begun rolling out. So what that means, you can switch it off. So when you're setting up your, your ads, you can choose not to show, not to have the view through attribution there. So you need to be aware that absolutely it is going to be there by default. And if you don't want that showing up in your dashboard, you just have to toggle off and just you just use the click attribution. But we will not be toggling it off, is my guess. No, right? I, I no, I, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of seeing it. I'm also sure. a fan of breaking it down. And right. you can, you know, go into ads reporting and you can compare the two. I often, well, I always do that if I'm looking at data. If I know there's been view through, I'm toggling between the click and the view to see what an impact the view yeah. through is having. And I just use that as additional information, marketing information when I'm having discussions with customers. You know, it's not a, yay, look at all these amazing results that we got with view through. It's like, hey, this is the contribution. There's some contribution there from your Facebook ads on these conversions. So people are seeing it, you know, just so that it's, it's just additional information. In it's additional head. information. Absolutely. It's something yeah. that's being caught right now. You want more data inside Facebook ads manager by default. Like there has not been quite as much. So you want it back in there 
and it's not made up data, it's legitimate data. And we've actually, in those customer acquisition path audits, we've actually identified some cases like view throughs are like 60 or 70% of their conversions using their other agency that maybe is, you know, they're considering leaving is claiming credit for all that. I'm like, well, it's because you're, you have a massive email list or you have great SEO or, you know, there's other ways in which they're seeing your ads and then converting, but it's, you know, it should be a smaller percentage, just like not to make this whole thing about view throughs, but I do think mm. it's important. It's like, what's a safe percentage or what's a normal percentage that you see inside an ad account of click through conversions versus view throughs? Yeah, uh, that's a really good question. Uh, I would want to, I would want to see no more than no more than 30%. I mean, mm -hmm. and 30% on the high side. I was going to say 20. Oh, oh, so we're right yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely no more than that. If you're getting more than that, that there's something not right with with the way with the way the algorithms working or and and Facebook not a, able to show ads to new people. Right. It's preferentially picking people who've already who are already other customers who already know your business, mm -hmm. and so that that is an issue. Yeah. So one it, way you can think get rid of that is potentially through exclusions in some cases, but not always. Yes. Not always. Yeah. And I think even for me, just I was thinking of an account. I was one of our customer accounts I was looking at yesterday. Having this view through information is good, is really useful to have because uh, in this account, I'm seeing it's really high frequency numbers on very low spend on massive audiences. Mm. So I think it's like 135 million audience. The frequency is already nearly at two and the spend's only like 500. So and think about that for a second. Like that's a lot of data we're throwing at you in yes. audio, but 135 million people, you've got a low spend and mm -hmm. it's only reaching how many? I can't remember what the reach was, but the frequency was almost two okay. on a $500 spend for a 135 million audience. So it might be like a, you know, a, a reach of like a couple of thousand or something yeah. like that. And it's just yeah. like, they're showing to the same people. Yeah. And you don't want that as an advertiser. You don't know, like there's something wrong there. So what would be the troubleshooting thing that you would do in that particular case? Yeah. So to troubleshoot that, I'd be looking, are there any exclusions there initially in the first place? There were some exclusions, not lots, but definitely purchasers were being excluded. So like that looks okay. Then I'm thinking, what what's the messaging? It, there's something, there's something either in the creative or the offer and the messaging that Facebook's thinking, I can't find anybody that's going to convert for this. So I'm just going to show it to the people that I know are hot. Right. So it, I, I, I suspect, and then looking at the funnel, I, I was looking at the offer and I kind of went down a rabbit hole with the funnel, but I, I suspect it's, or the two, the two main things with this, it's, it's the market is fairly niche is one thing. There's been a, quite a lot of spend in the account lifetime. So you have to, you know, looking back lifetime, how much has been spent? Is the, or is the market getting saturated? So I think mm -hmm. there's an element of that. And then also an element of the offer. So I think there's a couple of things going on in there right now. And as I say, this was yesterday, I kind of did helped one of the media buyers um, do a review of the account. So yeah, we're going to dive deeper into how we can help try and resolve that. Yeah. I mean, that's just like, there's a lot of different things you can potentially do. And I know we're talking about something inside a, you know, a Facebook email, but this is actually really important because now this is going to be more relevant because these view throughs are now showing up on your data. So you need to know like, all right, what am I looking at here? My, my data is different than it was a month or two back after, you know, iOS 14 came out now 15 and 16, 17, 18, whenever those come out. But the point is, is now you're yeah. actually seeing more data here, but 
is it always a good thing? Your results might actually go the other way. Like we have a case study, which we're probably going to talk about here on the show at some point in time where, you know, it was, the issue was exclusions and they were not excluding, you know, people who visited their site, past purchasers, and they had no targeting. And then all of a sudden we put in exclusions and we made interest-based targeting, changed out the creative. All of a sudden our reach like increased by 40% almost overnight. And it was a huge win. And, and this is a customer that spends like their average order value is thousands of dollars. So it was like a big deal with a relatively small market. So each individual case is different, kind of like you're troubleshooting that one right now. It's not a one size fits all. But unless you know that you're looking at fundamentally different things here with this reporting change, like you won't even know that something might be askew. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Great point, Raf. Yeah, absolutely. So it's that aware awareness of when changes are happening in the platform and then you, you know, okay, clock that. I know something changed then. And then if I start seeing different results, I'm just like with iOS happening, you know, like results tanked in ads manager, right. but they didn't necessarily tank in the, in someone's source of truth in their Shopify store. The Shopify or, store, you know, their, it, no one, yeah, their CRM, yeah. whatever it happens to be. Exactly. Knowing when the, these changes happen so that you're, you know, you mark that in your calendar or mark that or where, however you're keeping track. Right. I know from that day, I just need to keep a better eye on things and, and then just look and see what's changed. So that's a fairly, that's a, that's a big one. And I, I mean, I think for me personally, I think that's a good one. I, a I like lots of data. I like being able to compare. So that's good. The other one, the other kind of big one in this update, when a user clicks on an ad, and lands on say a .com, but gets redirected through say to a .co.uk or .com.au, those conversions will be feeding back back to that original ad. Whereas previously, the you know we've had issues with this with uh, customers where they've had multiple Shopify stores, sometimes multiple pixels as well, and where, where those conversions are maybe or they're getting lost, they're not cut, feeding back through to the the campaign. So yeah, they're making that change that that is going to happen now. So as long as you still own, well, actually that this is a third update, which is um, on the website. So this one, if you own the, if you own the domain, but it's .com, .co.uk, .com.au, they're still going to attribute back um, even if there's a redirect in place. So that's, that's really good news. So you in Australia, you see a .com ad in your feed, you click, it goes to dot com.au in yes, Australia? In Australia, yep. Normally, that would not be tracked. Yes, there was issues with tracking it there previously. There was issues, but now that is, in as a part yes. of this update, that's a big yes. deal too. Absolutely. Like, like yes. These are uh, tiny little things, and there's a reason, like, hopefully you listen to this show every single week, but these are tiny little things that add up to make a big difference. Yep, yeah, totally. And that, that I know we've had we've had headaches with, with some of our customers, yeah, trying to figure this out and choosing eight events, choosing eight events when there's multiple domains and, and when there's different pixels on those domains, it, it's, it's, it's been a bit of a nightmare for some people. So this is a, this is a good, I'm ha very happy about this one. And there was a, a third one and I, I, cause I know we got the email from our partner manager and then there was a third one on the website that I was just looking through. And it was around if, if you're sending traffic to a domain that you don't own mm -hmm. so and we've had this issue with uh, with one of our customers as well where the majority of the traffic that we were sending is to a third-party domain it was just just with the nature of the business they they couldn't own that domain you're you're going to be able to see con some conversions coming back from those domains hmm. 
This one I didn't even know about. Wow, this is like yeah, a surprise I know. to even me. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm trying to find it. Here we go. Yeah. And I, I'm just going to read this out from the website. Okay. So, for example, we're beginning to get advertiser level reporting yep, where they didn't have access to previously. For example, and this is uh, Jasper's Market, which is the Facebook, you know, the dummy business that they use. Right. Jasper Market runs ads that direct users to a platform called marketplace.com. Jasper's Market was previously unable to get reporting as they did not own Marketplace.com. However, with this new update, Jasper will be able to get reporting on their own campaigns, which were previously only available to Marketplace.com. So Mm. basically, if you're running to a third party, I mean, that's, you know, never the ideal. We we can all acknowledge that as marketers. It's best that you... You, you can own that data, you know, first party data, all of this. But sometimes it, it just happens that you have to run to a third party, a third party website, and sure. you will be able to see the conversions coming back from your campaigns. Now, this is provided really that case. marketplace.com allows Jasper's pixel to be on pixel. the site. Correct. correct. That is correct. It won't and magically actually, happen if you no, wave the Facebook launch. <laughs> you actually do have to put the code on the other site. Very good clarification on that, Ralph, for sure. Yes. Right. Well, I, I'm here to state the obvious, actually. Andrew. Well, no, I think yeah. we, we need to sometimes. Well, we, we actually have a, a new customer that we just onboarded three weeks ago, and 50% of their sales happened through a third-party website because this third-party site has more authority than their website. And so it's it's beneficial for them to run traffic to this third-party website because it works. But that's, yeah. I would imagine this is Try that the agenda. Tracking to speak to this probably this week with them i would i would surmise <laughs> hey yeah. look what we figured out and you can take the credit for it you can say i've been working i know all night using my <laughs> dev background which either one of us have figured this out but no this is a big deal for mm. uh, like all these cases here but this like i said all these little things really start to add up and as we kind of emerge you know from what was a you know, a challenging time in the summer, even though it was a great summer, it was sort of a a lousy Facebook summer, but you know, like all this stuff is starting to come to light now. And these are tools that you should have in the tool belt or the toolbox, depending on, you know, what you're doing in order to be able to get proper attribution reporting, obviously optimization, creating website, custom audiences, like all of this stuff is essential. So it makes the platform still great. Yeah, you know, let's not kid ourselves. With all the challenges, it's still a great platform. And I think slowly but surely we're seeing all these little things kind of emerging and coming up that are helping, you know, the business owner and obviously agencies as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's good. And I, I think we this may be kind of what we've been expecting. Like I don't know that many of us expected that it was going to be that bad when right. the flip first got switched in June. But it, it, it is what it is. It was pretty bad. And now it's like, okay, we've adjusted to the new norm. And then it, things are beginning to get a bit better as Facebook learn how to deal with this better, as the tech gets, you know, a bit more advanced around how to how to solve it. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I do think, and we talked about this in previous, what's working now is, is that even though Facebook doesn't want to admit that they were caught, you know, with their... I hate the word, the caught with their pants down, but it, that's just such the wrong thing to say. <laughs> but just caught on, like they weren't caught guard. prepared. Yeah, a little off guard. They're starting to figure out because they've got obviously some pretty smart people over there on the yeah. tech side of the equation. And it's one of the reasons why, like I said, the platform is still really solid. And it's where the majority of our ad spend is still. Still. Even though yeah. we've diversified to other platforms as well. 
So no, that is great. And I think that is, there's a lot there and we'll, we'll leave some links in the show notes uh, for this week's what's working now. Actually, those show notes are now over at perpetualtraffic.com. We actually have our own new domain by the time this airs. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. That's cool. Yeah. And this is, you'll just have to look up the episode with Ange and what's working now. And um, yeah, make sure that you do read all the articles there to get a little bit further detail. And, and obviously this is a changing, fast changing environment. We'll do our best to keep you up to date as possible here on Perpetual Traffic. So make sure that you do head over to uh, tier11.com forward slash audit. Yes, another shameless plug that probably gives us another one star rating. If you do do that, and it's funny, we'll Maybe no, we shouldn't incentivize that, Angela. We really shouldn't. I, well, we should. We should do a mean tweets little one episode. We will. We read one last Did week. It. it was hysterical. I, I was like, we're laughing our asses off. Anyway, it's great to going to do it. Yeah, and, and it's good. Can, can I just say uh, thank you to uh, Lauren Petrullo because uh, I, I like the uh, social cosmonaut of stellar communication job title. Like uh, <laughs> I uh, yeah, that's might, right. uh, embrace that one. Laura Petrullo, I think she actually, yeah, she messaged me on, on Twitter over at Round yeah. HB. Yeah, she, that was the best. I think we gave so, her a yeah. prize for that, as I recall. But Some really good names for me that I love. Chief of Chatter. You know, I don't know why those aren't in the Tier 11 Fun Channel, Ange. Like, those have got to go I know. because those are super I'll put good. them there. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. There. Well, if you want some of uh, Angela's expertise, she won't be actually doing it, but she is sort of the the person behind the scenes that created all these templates that we do use for these customer acquisition path audits. If you qualify, we'd love to do one for you, but we're only doing five. Like I said, head on over to tier11.com forward slash audit and apply for that as well as Head back to perpetualtraffic.com and, and see all the resources that we mentioned here in the show notes. And if you want to get your name read on the air, you know, a positive review and maybe even a mean tweet, you know, every now and then just to keep things lively. So this has been episode 337. Head to perpetualtraffic.com for all the links in the show notes. Until next week, thank you, Angela Ponsford, for this week's What's Working Now. See ya. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Hey, it's Kasim here and I have a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your website? Now, I know that sounds crazy, but seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully target your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with U.S. laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. That means you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and then safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. I've personally met the CEO, Adam Robinson, and the guy is absolutely brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for PT listeners. If you are an e-commerce brand that's doing over a million in annual revenue and you've gone through their easy 30-minute onboarding process, if you don't 5X your investment within the first six months, they will give you all of your money back. 
To take advantage of this offer, go to getemails.com forward slash scalable. That's getemails.com forward slash scalable. Hey, PT listeners, when's the last time your business published on its blog? If the answer is that's way too long for me to remember, I want you to listen up because our friends at BKA Content have a news service where they'll deliver fresh blogs to your inbox and all you have to do is just post them on your site. Now, these articles are all originally written just for your business. They're not generic articles that are just copy and pasted or thrown into some AI software or written by a VA. No, these are professional writers who are going to sit down and write articles just for your business. We've used them in the past, and they're absolutely fabulous. Now, if you want an extra reason to go try them yourself, BK is giving PT listeners half off their first month. Just go to bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual to get started. That's bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual. Perpetual. 